The Bible says to encourage one another and build one another up. That is why this podcast exists. Welcome to Real Life with Lynn, where you will find stories about applying scripture to life, whether it's over something big, small, or something in the gray area. I hope you will join me on the journey, find some encouragement in Jesus, and share it with someone you know. I have an uncle who absolutely loves telling all kinds of crazy stories, whether it's a story about pranks that he did on other people, or it's a story about um, just pranks that someone else has done. He loves telling these stories, and he will tell the same one two times in a row with the same amount of gusto, and I absolutely love it. When I was younger, I thought it would be a great idea to steal my uncle's seat in his recliner when he got up. (laughs) Now, this recliner was the sacred chair. You know those chairs. The chairs where only a particular family member sits in them. No one else dares go in there. And the only people that go sit in these chairs are young kids who are a glutton for punishment. And I certainly was. When my uncle returned... Unbeknownst to me, he had a five-gallon bucket in his hands, and he stood over me, nearly pouring that bucket out over my head, and he said in his loud, boisterous voice that he was going to dump water on me. And I believe that is the moment that the fear of God was put in me, because I'm pretty sure I cried and darted out of that chair, and I have never stolen his seat anywhere again my entire life. Turns out the five-gallon bucket was empty and he was just pulling a prank on his young niece. (laughs) But I learned a valuable lesson that day. Never steal someone else's spot or you might have a fake bucket of water dumped on you. (laughs) Now, here's the tricky part about that particular story from my childhood. I don't actually remember that in my mind. When I'm thinking about that story and even retelling it now... It's not like I'm going back into my long-term memory and I'm saying, ah, this was a fond memory about fear. No, the only reason I know that that happened, or believe it did at least, is because my uncle tells that story. And he retells it at family gatherings and tells me about it from time to time as a reminder that I was once a child with very little wisdom, but was also afraid. (laughs) Uh, And he loves retelling it too. My uncle's a good storyteller. He tells all kinds of things from pranks to jokes to sometimes serious stories but most end with a laugh or a giggle stories are valuable teachers that's one thing that i've been learning lately and i've been reminded of is that a good story can be a gateway to a valuable lesson jesus actually proves this over and over in the scriptures he tells about 37 different parables some are repeated in different parts of his in the different parts of the gospels and and recorded different ways but overall jesus told about 37 parables now what is a parable but a story with a lesson i encourage you to think back to your early sunday school days if you had any or if you can remember that far back How did you learn different aspects about the Bible? Through storytelling. Sunday school teachers had to be good storytellers because they were telling us Bible stories, right? Stories are a valuable part of learning things. This season of my podcast, Real Life with Lynn, is going to be kind of filled with stories. What's the point of those stories, you may ask? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) 
Uh, The point of the stories is to really kind of talk about a subject that is near and dear to my heart, that God has laid on my heart to share different life lessons that he has taught me. God has laid it on my heart to tell certain stories from my life, from the lives of others, and stories from the Bible about how he addresses mental health in scripture. Some of you may be thinking, hold up, the Bible doesn't explicitly use the words mental health. No, but the Bible does talk a lot about the state of one's mind. The Bible talks a lot about fear, anxiety, worry. God uses the human body as an analogy for his church. So God created us. God is fully aware of the human aspects of our bodies and the things that we may deal with. And mental health is this thing that seems to be a big bear in our lives. And I've noticed among Christian friends, especially lately, that there are many conflicting views about what God says about mental health. Here's the deal. The point of this podcast is not to force an opinion on anyone. It's also not to replace medical or professional help either. The entire point of this season of this podcast is simply to share some stories with you that give a little bit of insight and lessons into biblical principles around different aspects of mental health, from counseling to having healthy boundaries with other people, anxiety, fear, burnout, grief, depression, The Bible does address these things if you go around and you dig. So that's what I've kind of been doing for a while. I've been taking some time off so I can dig and be as prepared as possible to share some stories with you. These next episodes are really just a journey. It's a journey of me asking questions and basically just opening up a mic and sharing those questions with other people, hoping that it somehow encourages you to seek God in these matters yourself, to ask him, okay, God, what is it you want me to do? At the end of the day, that is the main question to be answered between you and God as a person. Why do I believe that God actually cares about our mental health? Well, it's really quite simple, actually. The first verse that I memorized out of scripture was John 3.16. And here's how it goes. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. What a powerful verse. And there are a lot of things packed into it. But for today, here is the answer. Herein lies the answer to the reason why God, why I believe God does care about our mental health also. When I first began learning that verse, and even when I was saying it out loud, my temptation is to gloss over the first half and go straight into what I get from God. Meaning that I want to focus on the fact that I get everlasting life. Amen. (laughs) I would love to focus on the reward that I get from God because of his love for me. But here's the thing. The first roughly six words of that verse are beautiful in and of themselves. Here's what how the verse starts. For God so loved the world. The world seems big and arbitrary or even abstract to us, but Put it another way, sometimes what I have to do for myself in order to remind myself that God cares about me as a person, God cares about Lynn, I often have to say, for God so loved me that he gave Jesus for my ability to have everlasting life. And sometimes I sit back and say to God, God, you loved me that much. Not just the world in an abstract sense, but God loves you. God 
loves me that much. And if he loves us that much to send Jesus to die so we can have everlasting life, don't you think he cares about all these aspects of our humanity that we wrestle with day in and day out? I believe he does because of who I know God to be. Not because the Bible explicitly says, well, God cares about your mental health or not explicitly because the Bible says, hey, you really need to seek professional help from a licensed medical professional in this area. No, I believe that because of who I know God to be, who God has revealed himself to be to me. So sit back, enjoy some of the rest of these episodes, and I hope you join me for all of them because they're all going to be pretty good. And I hope you're encouraged and receive something from each one. Thank you for listening. I truly hope you were able to find a nugget of encouragement or wisdom for your life today. I would love to hear what God is teaching you. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or the website. Don't forget, share what you learned today with someone you know. And also be encouraged. You're not alone on this crazy, curvy, and sometimes bumpy road I like to call real life.